0: Hello all, welcome back to Meera Sripada's podcast, The Shiva and Shakti Conversation Series 2. Uh, In this podcast, the Shakti is going to ask questions about subtle body, about how they both are together and what happens if they are apart, what happens to a dead body and how does these both exist and exist together. Now, let us continue the conversation now. Now, uh, Shakti will ask the question saying that, Shivaya, you said previously that the mind is a subtle body. Then which body travels along with the soul when a person dies? Is the subtle body which leaves along with the soul? Now, Shivaya answers in this way. Shakti, this concept is often misunderstood. When a soul enters the body, it is immediately covered by Maya. Maya, in our terms or in English language, it is called as an illusion, but it is just a cover or a she. This is called as Anandamaya Kosha. As you are well aware Shakti that I am the spirit and you are the Maya Kusha that is you protect me like a sheath or a cover and I do not change along with the growth of the physical body. My action ceases at the moment I enter a body and a zygote is formed and Shakti, my action is restricted to make a small movement from the cosmos to form a zygote. Once I enter the body as a spirit, my action ceases and you know I am always inert. You must also understand why I am inert. I am not as inert as I am always projected. I have carved out all my powers and created you as my Shakti. Shakti means power, that energy, and you cannot function without being constantly energized by me. I create energy and continuously pass on the energy to you to carry out your enormous duties and responsibilities but my energization happens in all the time, mostly subtly. And this is the subject aspect of the entire creation. Now, all my sayings have both gross and subtle interpretations. But Shakti, everyone understands gross interpretations. Now, let us take the example Vedas. Vedas have both gross and subtle interpretations. But Almost everyone goes with the gross interpretations. Vedas talk about various Gods. In fact Shakti, they are not Gods, they are your energies. You, your manifestation into different types of um, gods is you. Your administration of the universe is like an organization. So you need people under you. So you manifested them. The only difference between these governments and your organization is that the former is not automated and interdependent. Now, your structure is fully automated and highly interdependent. Now, let us take the example called the great Gravity gravitational force, which is known as gurutva force, shakti where gurutva uh, implies to the magnitude and this is um, so called because of interdependence of various objects including Planets, stars, etc. On this force, so you have used multitude of energies to keep this universe floating. Now, this if if this Gurudva karshan shakti or let's say that magnitude of forces or gravitational force is disturbed even for a slightest milliseconds, the planets collide with each other, causing a huge destruction now a few people who know about this call has a massive destruction at this point i take over from you and absorb everything that existed unto me and this is called dissolution so during my absorption of the universe you only stand as a witness to this uh big event that's happening you neither get absorbed into me nor you act on my behalf at the time of that inhalation, you alone remain as the witness to this exclusive act of mine where I become Rudra. So, guys, here I would like to reveal a small secret has been hidden from you so when devi bhagavati has created shiva vishnu um it was not actually shiva form who came or who got manifested by devi bhagavati when she was uh expressing herself uh, passionately she bought out that passion and gave uh, has a rudra so she gave the first form of shiva is rudra the shiva is the neutral form that has happened later Now let us continue the conversation, now Shakti will ask saying that, Shivaya, you say everything is my own energy and all such energies function under me, then why do people worship different shapes and forms, is it not a mistake, now Shivaya continues saying that, Shakti, it's not a mistake because they have not evolved to understand the true nature or the truth, You may ask again why it is due to your act of causing illusion you confuse them with the power of your maya to which typically speaks maya is related to law of karma you rule the entire universe with the law that you made and hence it is known as law of the goddess and you never show any favoritism to anyone even though you are endowed with enormous powers to override law of karma and liberate a person you have never done that so far and you will never do that in future you made everyone to experience their karma let it be pain or a pleasure for you everyone is your child and hence you do not show any partialism you asked about worshipping different shapes and forms of gods I mean, forms of you. Nobody understands the reality as it is absolutely beyond comprehension. I do not have a form and you do not have a form. Even Parabrahma does not have a shape or a form. At least, I have an attribute called light. Parabrahman doesn't, doesn't even have that light. He is known as Mahashunya. Shunya means the great white. Nothing is there. It is neither light nor dark, absolutely nothing, which consists of everything. It is the source of the entire cosmos. Now, these shapes and forms are meant to attract people or humans to step into the path of liberation. And Shakti, liberation is a very long process, as you know, and which consists of multiple stages spread over several births. And you asked me what happens to the soul after it exists it exits from the dead body well in the previous podcast shakti i told this to you saying that both of us unite to form zygote and similarly both of us exit together at the time of death of a person so once we exit we move apart As long as we stay united, a man lives and once we decide to apart from that man's body, he dies. So every sentient and insentient being has to die at some point of time. When we join together, we take different shapes and forms. I have already told you how we join together. Now, I will tell you how we separate at the time of death. Now, Shakti will uh, get furious and ask this question saying that, do you mean to say that there are times when we leave each other? I thought both of us are always together. Is it not truth? Now, Shivaya will say, hold on, calm down. When we stay together, it's creation and sustenance. When we move away for a split second, which never happens, but when we move away for a split second, it is known as, death in the microcosmic level and destruction at the macrocosmic level. Our separation never happens at the macrocosmic level. As I told you already, Yugas and other time periods on the macrocosmic level are only myths or or futile in nature. We are not here to destroy what we have created. Since a man is bound by the limitation of time, he tries to correlate macrocosm with microcosm and it is only an attempt not a reality. Now Shakti will ask, okay Shivaya. Yeah? now I, I understood. How death happens to a man? Can you please explain me the process? Well Shiva will say that, Shakti, everything is bound by time except you and me. Every shape and form has to perish, isn't it? The entire universe is our playground. We take different shapes and forms. Once they get their life energy they begin to act how do they act depends upon their their previous words or what they have done i will come to that later for every being death is already fixed by an aspect of me called Kala Pursha, which you had addressed me now both of us do not interfere in this as discussed earlier everything is functioning due to the fully automated mechanism created by you a few seconds before death the process of creation is reversed now there are five superimposed sheets or koshas known as uh, the anandamaya and a lot which we will discuss later but right now i would like to tell you about the why are we covered by this sheets well guys uh, these sheets consists of a lot of information that is hidden deep inside our you know uh, layers of souls okay now the innermost is andamaya kosha which is the sheath of bliss which corresponds to the causal body now what is this causal body well shakti if i am the spirit you are the causal body you are here as maya has prana, which is the breath, you, you push me to form the zygote. So wherever I am, you always protect me, conceal my true form. So only few realized souls or spirits call this as a alingana. Alingana means they embrace both shiva shakti and thus are not uh, thus are we not staying together always as a spirit i am inert and i only witness all the actions of these bodies and you also do not make anyone act like that they act according to their karmas or according to their buddhi you also witness their actions like i do the only difference between us on this is that you get moved when they begin to love you and at some point when their love intensifies for you you begin to teach the path of realization by sending your uh, powers to transform them through a realized spirit the next two layers are vijnanamaya kosha which is called the sheath of vijnana which is the intellect and true knowledge and manomaya kosha which is the sheath of mind. Now these two vijnanamaya kosha and manomaya kosha correspond to the subtle body. You evaluate a person's depth of love based on their ability to maintain the subtle body or maintain to feed this subtle body. The fourth and fifth layers are pranamaya kosha, the sheath of vital airs like prana, apana. Prana is the air, apana is oxygen. There is a difference between prana, apana, air and oxygen which I will be discussing in the next podcast of mine. Now, let us continue this conversation. Um, Yes, prana, apana, etc. and anamaya kosha which is called the sheath of food because without the food, we can't function, isn't it? Now, these two pranamaya kosha and anamaya namaya kosha they correspond to the gross body the second third and fourth layers that is vignana manumaya pranamaya are like three sides of an triangle when they are able to work on these three sheets they are able to realize you in the form of bliss which is the property of anandamaya kosha that results to that results to finding in me At the time of conception, these three bodies originate from me. This is called my expansion. So I expand in a microcosm to the macrocosmic level, even to the smallest little finger spirit to the expansion in a way that no one has ever, ever thought. A few minutes before death, these bodies contract and become one with me. Now this is called absorption or contraction in other words at the appointed time of death gross body dies and merges into subtle body and after a fraction of a second the subtle body dissolves into the causal body and they become prana and you also get dissolved into this prana and at the appointed time of death you push me outside the body through an orifice to or through an hole at the top of the skull known as Brahma also known as my hole or the a whole of a Brahman. Okay, this is meant only for my exit from the body. You in the form of a prana or that energy will push me with the highest force and make me exit from the body, and then the concerned body is called death. And you attain maximum potency in a human body only at the time of death. So by using your extreme force, both of us exit from the body just a few seconds before the final exit of. Uh, before the final exit. Now, their karmas are condensed and attached to me as the tiniest particle and this particle is known as karma which is nothing but uh, which is known as a repay for all the actions done in one's life. Not only in this birth but also during his or her past births. Now, I would like to take a moment and explain it to you the difference between the spirit and soul. Spirit is a parabrahman, while soul is a Jivatma. So, Paramatma and Jivatma are the two um, aspects of um, a cosmos. Where, where there is a spirit, then the soul doesn't get attached to this karmic things at all. Where there is only a soul, then the karmic depths will get attached to them. They carry that baggage of karma. Now, Shakti will ask questions saying that. Shivaya, what happens when we exit through the skull? But some people say that soul exits through nine holes of the body. Navarandhas, is this right? Shivaya will answer to this question saying that, no, it is not right. The force that you generate within the body for our exit is so great that it causes some of the waste body fluids to ooze out through any one or more of these nine approaches. Now, this is wrongly interpreted as our exit. My exit path is only the Brahma Randra for every human being. Now, Shakti will saying that. But everyone gives different versions for this. Kemi, okay, I know the correct version? Now, Shivaya answers, When I exit from the body, when I exit from the body, as I already told you, the karmic impressions in the form of, of minuscule thought will have nothing to do with this, with me. I am not uh, carrying this bag that is attached to a soul via me. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. Now, um, here he tries to tell that the soul only will have the karmic depth, but not the spirit and that won't even bother him. So, journey of the soul is possible towards to microcosmic form and the journey of the spirit is possible towards the macrocosmic form which is the shiva now uh, yes when a person dies all his bodies that is causal subtle and gross die and only you and i exit the body you are the cause of my exit you exit in the form of prana that is the breath or a life and i exit in the form of a spirit with the karmic imprints after our exit we merge into cosmos so in this podcast You have heard about how a body exists and how what happens if these uh, Shiva Shakti uh, gets uh, departed even for a split second and what happens to the subtle body, what happens to the physical body and the layers of the body. In the next podcast, we are going to focus more about uh, the conversation of the death, dissolution, the Parabrahman and Shakti as a Devi Bhagavati. Stay tuned.